Jones, Indiana Jones, Indiana Jones, Indiana Jones, Indiana Welcome back to the Indiana Jones Minute. This is the podcast where we march our way through Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, one Imperial General at a time. I like to say that because I'm also an Imperial General, General Mummert. How do you follow that up? I'm just some dude. I'm Tom Taylor. Yeah. 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 I, I live in the trash compactor. I'm uh, J- Jerry Porter. Whatever. It doesn't matter. <laughs> but what does matter is we are joined today by one of the two men who started us on this strange path we're on today. And uh, he's joining us from a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Welcome back, Alex Robinson from the Star Wars Minute. Greetings, yeah. nerds. <laughs> Yay! Woo-hoo! We're all nerds here. And I think it's it's incredibly fitting that you're here for these minutes, Alex, because uh, we did a live show this past summer in Chicago where we talked a lot about the fever dream that India that Han Solo has while he's mm-hmm. frozen in carbonite. Mm-hmm. And I think these three minutes will prove beyond any shadow of a doubt that these are indeed uh, movies that take place in Han Solo's fever dream. Are there still doubters? There are, surprisingly. <laughs> well, there's one, even, even though she claimed not to be at, at Chicago. That would be Professor Christy Porter. She may have come yeah. around. Maybe she's yeah. coming around. But, we'll uh, see. Yeah. <laughs> she's the yeah, last she, holdout. She waffles. Yeah. Yeah. But today we're going to be talking about Minute 18. And Minute 18 begins with Indy enjoying a brief respite from his teaching duties and ends with him identifying a large tablet in Walter Donovan's penthouse as being sandstone. Now, I think uh, that these three guys who get out of the car, they're in Dr. Jones's A402 seminar. (laughs) And, uh, you know, like everybody else, they're furious because they have yet to get back their term papers. But the Uh difference is, the difference is they're grad students. (laughs) So they're they're not falling for any of this classic Dr. Jones sneak out of the window crap. And Uh you can tell tell they're grad students because... Now they have a car at school. Right. They got a parking <laughs> spot. But, but, yeah, exactly. But they're still traveling all yeah. together. Well, they're on their way to lunch. <laughs> they can leave campus for lunch when they're yeah. grad students. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Classic grad students. Like one guy's got a car. It's better than the, uh, you know, than the undergrads. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, were they waiting for him to come out the window? Like, were they like, well, we're not going <laughs> to yeah. wait by the door. Right. We're going we're to wait by the back window. No, that's the this whole point. They, they know. <laughs> Yeah, they're like, oh, we did this. This is what he he does this to the underclassmen all the time. But if we really want to get our grades in for the, you know, MCAT or whatever it is, we're taking. So, and you can also tell, I mean, they're all wearing hats. They're bedecked in Mm -hmm. hats. Uh So they're probably thinking about post-graduation interviews. They've (laughs) traded in their their banners and their sweaters and stuff and pom-poms. Uh-huh. Right, right. Chewing gum. Uh Uh-huh. Well, and we we do have, you know, we've talked about, we've had those little surprises that keep showing up in the script. Like, you know, in the script at the beginning, it was a surprise that they're not actually cavalry officers, but they're Cub Scouts. Mm -hmm. And then we get the surprise that it's not Indiana Jones looting the cave, but it's actually Fedora. Fedora. And again, in the script, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) And again, in the script, this is is another fake out. Um, It says, three men step out of the sedan. Everything about them bespeaks G-Man. And again, we get this, uh-oh, 
Indy's about to be kidnapped by the government or by mobsters or you know, I was wondering does 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 Indy think that this is, you know, the provost of Marshall College? <laughs> and like they they finally caught up with them here. <laughs> Maybe. Or, you know, does does he think it's the pesky top men? Who knows? I don't know. It's I like the uh it's all hats in this in this last shot before we get to Donovan's place. It's it's like all just silhouettes of of hat brims. And Indy's kind of got that uh Kind of got that look from one to the other, and it kind of reminds me of the, uh, we got that awesome silhouetted shot of, in Cairo, back in Raiders. Remember Raiders? God, that was a good movie. Oh, it was yeah. so good. <laughs> and they're in Cairo. Oh, yeah. It was so and good. All, <laughs> and, like, you know, the, 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 there were a couple of shots of, like, uh, you know, a, you know G-man, German G-men dressed, dressed exactly like this, and you just see his silhouette, he kind of nods to the guys, and you see, like, just, he's, like, acting with the brim of his hat. That's kind of what's happening here. Uh-huh. Well, and, you know, these grad students are clearly expecting Indy to bolt. Yeah, they got him cornered. Well, yeah, because the one guy stands right yeah. behind him. Like, he's like, yeah, you're not like, going anywhere. It's very menacing. Yeah. Very menacing. But, what, you know, it's interesting. The music doesn't really provide much direction here. Like, it, it's it's kind of a somber overcoat mischief. Mm-hmm. But it's not really, like, you don't, it doesn't, it doesn't have a strong ominousness to it. Like, dun, 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 dun. Right. It doesn't do one of those. Well, they got to pace themselves. they got a whole other two hours yeah, right. to go. Not every second. Your <laughs> threats to Visa. Yeah. Guys. Not every second has to be exciting. <laughs> That's why this movie sucks. <laughs> I want every second, every minute. People are going to get French horn fatigue. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it, it it is kind of a perfect henchman moment. Maybe can we get like a perfect henchman bell? It's chitons for you, Rocky. Chitons. Uh, remember, remember, Raiders. We talked about perfect henchmen. Yeah. We didn't have too much of an opportunity in Temple of yeah. Doom to talk about perfect henchmen. But they're back right. here. They're back. This is a, like a perfect. Uh, you know, they they corral Indy beautifully. He doesn't even attempt to get right. away. Gosh, can I say? I mean, we we introduced Alex as as co-host of Star Wars Minute, but he's also co-host of Godfather Minute. It's just occurring to me that this is a, a very Godfather-looking moment with these all, all these hats and you know. Yeah, that's true. I guess the the first Godfather movie starts in 1945 or 46. Mm-hmm. So I guess so what year does this one? Mm-hmm. 38? 38. Yeah. 38. 38. Okay. But like they're dressed like it's 1946, <laughs> right? Like it's all the fedoras are. It's definitely a 40s yeah. look. Like India is sort of the uh, Abe Vigoda at the end of Godfather here, <laughs> you know, kind of surrounding him and guiding him into a different car. <laughs> I remember um, someone's talking about how, um, well, like as time goes on, and we're like, that seems more like a 40s outfit than a 30s outfit. But as time goes on, like the distinction blurs between time periods because yeah. someone was talking about that mm-hmm. movie uh the sting mm-hmm. which i guess mm-hmm. takes place in 1920 or something yeah it's in the 20s and it's it's the music for it is all ragtime music which was popular <laughs> like in 1900 right yeah but yeah. to us it's just old-timey music it's just yeah. all, like you know <laughs> well it still existed when the movie took place so you know <laughs> they were all like a retro guys <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, retro for the time so like pretty soon we're gonna have movies where like fdr is listening to like the beatles yeah it's all old-timey music no, no difference cowboys riding woolly mammoths it's all gonna be crazy <laughs> you know i i noticed this whole scene has two colors it's got like a a drab deathly brown black 
and then this verdant blooming eternal life green hmm. and and i'm wondering if that's foreshadowing that's setting us up <laughs> Sunny Connecticut. That's, that's right. With the New Haven as the death part. Um, <laughs> no, but that, that's sort of, you know, a foreshadowing of, I don't know, maybe a grail. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we, we will get into at some point one of the uh, one of the candidates in the world today for being the actual grail is an emerald grail in Genova. So maybe maybe there's more there than you, than oh. you think, Jer. Yeah, let's see. I love impressing Pete. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you can never tell when you do, though, because he's so kind anyway. Right. <laughs> You're wrong, Jerry. That's a stupid that's thing a, to that's, say. Yeah, that's a, that, that's a fake laugh right now. <laughs> Tom is wrong with the whole Connecticut. I mean, this yeah. could be Connecticut. That's Maybe that's why they went to Barnett College. I don't know what she's the Emerald Grail. I'm so... I'm dizzy. I give up. I don't know. <laughs> well, let's get out of uh, Connecticut or New York or wherever they are and move into the uh, penthouse, yeah. into General Veers' beautiful penthouse, which is one of my all-time favorite sets. Like, this is right up there with the Imam's house. Are you going to say that this is St. Louis and not New York City? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I okay. So well, let's accept this is New York City. Do you guys... Is it, can you imagine Indiana Jones in New York City? Because I can't. <laughs> Washington D.C. Fine. Northampton, Massachusetts, or whatever you you know, wherever you want to say, like Berkeley or Stanford, whatever. Davis. Fine. But for some reason, like I don't see him as a New York City hmm. guy visitor. So yeah, just because we it's haven't just, seen I've, him there, it's like. <laughs> It might be. Like I don't see him in Moscow. Might I'm be. picturing him. I picture him being like Jack Lemmon in New York City. But <laughs> it's like, just, it's just like a you know, you know, is this an appropriate 1938 New York skyline here? Yeah, I think it's actually pretty good. We don't see any like landmarks, do we? Out the window, it's mostly just apartment no, buildings and no, things. No, yeah, it's very, uh, it's a very Hitchcocky kind of set. Yeah, it looks a lot like the yeah. like the set from Rope or something. I was gonna say Rope. Yeah. You and me, Pete. That was <laughs> Rope Brothers. I actually, I actually, I have a comment here, and it, I'm reading this off my note. Of all the rooms in the Indiana Jones universe, this would be the one you would like to live in, Pete. <laughs> you got that. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> but this room is also. This is gonna be my my grand thesis. This is my the capstone to my thesis about uh -oh. every, this being the fever dream. Um, Cause we've got, we're in a white room that looks a lot like Hoth with this beautiful art deco chandelier that's coming down from the ceiling, kind of like the ice coming down from the Wampa cave. And then we behind Indy on the wall is a, there's a guy on a horse like kind of bundled up against the cold. And it's sort of reminiscent of either Han or Luke on a Tauntaun. Hmm. But the kicker is that General Veers comes out, and if you listen really carefully to the music that's playing in the other room, it's a lounge version of the Imperial March. No. Are you dead serious? Really? I'm dead serious, yeah. You you can hear it sort of in this minute. You can really hear it when his wife comes out in a couple minutes. Hmm. Oh, my God. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Do you mean like it sounds like it or it No, is? it actually it, it is. It, it literally is a lounge version of the Imperial March. Oh my Wait, gosh! That's Everybody, stop your phones. Whatever. Yeah. Go go to minute whatever this is. Eighteen. It's 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 more clear in minute twenty when his wife comes out, but you can also hear it here. 
This is it like dun 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 da 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 It is a little bit. It's, it's, it's not quite as quite as upbeat as that, but yeah, it's definitely. <laughs> oh my god, it's definitely clear. So wait, that's incredible. Does that mean the Imperial March is a thing in the Star Wars universe? Like Han Solo has heard the Imperial March. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. wow. Hmm. Wow. They they must play it in the like the ad ad when they're driving, kind of like you know you know they're playing in Apocalypse Now, Ride of the Valkyries. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe it's maybe it's actually the you know like the anthem of the of the of the empire. Mm. Oh yeah. They must have some like you know fanfare that plays and stuff, right? <laughs> yeah. In the world, in the universe. <laughs> you think like the Adak commander, like right before they go into battle, he's like you know like fist pounding and punching his yeah. chest. He's like yeah yeah, yeah. like gearing himself up the flag. To this. Yeah. yeah. As they slowly amble across. <laughs> it's not exactly like a quick. Uh, <laughs> <Right. laughs> <laughs> oh my god that's insane yeah that's well that you know the first two i'll be honest the first two i was like pete's kind of out of his mind yeah yeah, 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 I, I, yeah it's, it's cute got, when he does this yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i was saving it for the knockout right cross yeah, yeah well it worked it worked wow. everybody's on the canvas <laughs> um man oh man does you know does indy have any idea where he is no, I guess not. I mean, I guess this seems like this is the big reveal, like when when Donovan comes in. Well, I mean, and, like, and, is you know. is there like a door to the right that Indy entered through that wasn't? Oh. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, does he know where he is? Or do you like maybe they did did Donovan maybe they brought him in before the party started? He's been sitting in there for three and hours. Nobody guess or anything, and he's been in there for yeah, he's been there for <laughs> seven or eight hours. See, I think like Donovan. I see. I get it. In, in a way, I guess he had to kidnap Indy because you can't call him at his office. Yeah. He, right. Like, he doesn't get there. back to you. I mean, she had his secretary had a whole, like, oh, Dr. Jones, here are all your messages. I'm sure, like, seven yeah. of them were Donovan. Mm. Yeah. The hurdy-gurdy <laughs> man keeps calling. Yeah. Something about a grail. And, yeah. Well, so so you think this is, do you think this is, in the legal sense of the word, a kidnapping? Like, I... I what was the ride down like with those guys? Were, were they, were yeah. they like, hey, where are we going? And they're just yeah. like, shut up? Or they're like, oh, we can't tell you? Or, or yeah. yeah, That's an excellent question. Yeah, were they like, oh, we're going to Walter Donovan's house. He, he wants to talk to you. Oh, something yeah. about the grill. Oh, there's a huge party. <laughs> yeah. It seems very, uh, there are a lot of James Bond scene, scenes where, where he gets collected by a group of bad guys and they take him someplace. Uh-huh. And, and, and uh, I imagine it like that. Like one of them had like a, but it was like, yeah, they were silent, but, but, but stoic, but friendly or something. Maybe they put like a bag over his head when they brought him into Donovan's, like, or a blindfold or something. Yeah. So he wouldn't know exactly where he was just for the surprise. I actually, yeah. you know what? I think Donovan is just one, just another graduate student. And he just, this is the only way he can actually get his grade. Yeah. He has to kidnap Indy. And I bet you that the, the, the party that's going on is his graduation. <laughs> yeah. it's gonna be official in about 15 yeah. minutes I he's, swear, gonna, right? he's gonna come yeah. out and he's gonna say i got a b plus <laughs> right, that counts yeah it counts i've got that's what i yeah. think this whole thing is it's donovan's graduation party that's what's going on and they just literally he couldn't get his grade from last semester hmm. from yeah. indy that's that all be. you can do is you have to kidnap the guy well, I've, I've got a question, because Indy seems pretty miffed that he's here. Like, when Donovan comes out and says who he is, Indy's like, I know who you are. But what do you think, where was Indy going to go when he escaped from his students? Like, was he going to go to Coney Island and, and ride some rides for the day? Or what was he going to do that he's upset? I don't. I was wondering that last time. I don't know. 
He just wanted to stretch his legs. If you watch that minute, he he sits down at his desk and he's in like a complete crisis. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe he's going to see his shrink. He's like, okay, I gotta yeah. go. Yeah. I don't know. Does but the, 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 well, actually, we're we're too close to this, uh, Pete and Tom. So let me ask Alex. Yes. Do, yeah. Do, does Indy have a shrink? Um. No. No. It's a little super, it's a little mumbo jumbo nonsense or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's got a bullwhip. Yeah. Well, clearly he <laughs> right. has yeah, issues. He has right. issues with his father. He carries around this long phallus that he beats everyone with. So, like, <laughs> <laughs> a long, flaccid yeah. phallus. I'm sure yeah. in the Indiana Jones Chronicles, he met Sigmund Freud or something, and they did some joke about that. Yeah, oh, sure. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And he killed him. Killed him. He murdered sure, his yeah, father. Maybe that's why he's going for the fertility idol. Hmm. He has, no, maybe. Yeah, he has those kind yeah. of issues. You know what I mean? It was shortly after that Could that Mutt was conceived. <laughs> yeah. That's a good point. <laughs> Maybe that's proof that it's not his son. <laughs> oh, God. See, look how you ask a simple question, and it's like... <laughs> All roads lead to Mutt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Alex. <laughs> uh, I have one other uh, possible explanation of why Indy is brought here this way, and Donovan introduces himself in this weird way. Okay. He felt surprise was wiser. Oh. <laughs> Sir. <laughs> Wrong general. <Yeah. laughs> um, oh, I, I, have, I actually have a great, we were talking about hats a second ago. Uh, I have a great question and I'm ready to be annoyed by the answer. Indy's wearing a hat right now and he's wearing a hat on his way out of uh, school. Is this the Indiana Jones hat? Is this the fedora that he normally wears as Indiana Jones? He must have multiples. Oh. It's the brown one. It's not the gray one he wore on the plane. And the, on that's the, the thing. That's what's tripping me up. So it is kind of like the Indiana Jones hat. Yeah. So he's kind of like he's mixing his uniform here. Yeah. Like his but, but that makes sense because he escapes from his <laughs> so, office. Yeah. So he needed at least yeah. part of the, the superhero costume to get out of the window. Right. Exactly. If he used the front door, he would have put the gray hat on. <laughs> that's right. And and we talk about where is he going to go. You're like, I, I mean, maybe that's, I, I, for all we know, maybe that's how Raiders started. You know, and yeah. he's like, when he gets anxious and he feels out of place in his office classroom, he's like, oh, I got to get the hell yeah. out of here. And then yeah, he's throughout like, the entire opening of Raiders, the whole, whole Chachapoyan temple, there's kids banging on his on his office door <laughs> begging for their grade because he just slipped out. Exactly. Maybe that's what he's doing here. That's that's how the adventures begin. Yeah. He's also wearing his hat inside. And he doesn't take it off even when Donovan first walks in. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of, he finally does when he introduces himself. Yeah. The, yeah that's still a little gauche yeah. for 1938. He's a slob. Yeah. He's a slob. So if you guys notice, like right before Donovan comes in, he like Indy turns around and he, and he has this smirk on mm-hmm. his face. And I don't know if that's at that moment he realizes that he's at Donovan's. I think it's that moment he pocketed something from the shelf. In the museum of That's my what he tells everyone. Like, well, he tells himself, "Yeah, this this probably belongs in a museum." Yeah, <laughs> that's way too nice for one just random guy to have. What you know that the next question I have then is so when Indy says, "I know you are, Mister Donovan. Your contributions to the museum over the years have been extremely generous." Is he talking about Marshall College? See, this is what drives me. He, it's funny that he just says the museum. Like yeah. for some reason, this time when he says the museum, it, I mean, I realize like, boy, they never ever say anything other than the museum. Like even in Raiders, it's like, yeah, yeah. 
like if you I'm it you know the Wikipedia stuff like it's only useful if it supports what you're trying to say or something right like in any kind of science or religion like you ignore everything uh-huh. <laughs> unless it supports you so like I hate all the Wikipedia I hate all the extra you know off screen stuff. But they say, like, oh, Marcus works for, like, the National Museum in, in Washington. But then, okay, that gets all muddy the further you read. And, like, oh, no, actually, he's a... Yeah. Uh-huh. Takes a janitor job at <laughs> Barnett College to be close to Indy or something. Oh, but, stop uh, it. Yeah, they're, like, they're, they're more specific about, like, an actual significant museum that people would want to have an Ark of the Covenant in. But, yeah, like, without it, you're left to be, oh, I guess there's, like, an, an annex in the basement of Marshall College where they keep <laughs> precious artifacts. Well, are the contributions artifacts or are the contributions money? To buy it, like for Indy to go on more looting trips. Um, I'm gonna say um, they're objects. This okay. guy clearly, I kind of feel that clearly too. Is yeah. into it and like you know, but maybe it's a combination. Yeah, yeah. Various endowments. Yeah, I do have to say, as as somebody who used to sell um, rare books. The fact that he has all of his books leaning at an angle just drives me up a wall. Yeah. Like he's absolutely <laughs> destroying the spine on all of these old books. And they're not in little plastic bags with the white backing. Well, or, I, I don't yeah. mind if he doesn't do the plastic bags, but at least don't have them <laughs> askew like that. You're, he's just ruining that all of them. That is rough. You can hear the big teeth of several book collectors grinding as the yes. scene yeah, goes on. <laughs> Those are probably just his textbooks. Remember, he just graduated. That's true. Probably yeah. like Econ textbook. 101. And, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That. Just in case Professor Jones quizzes him at the last second. Yeah. <laughs> He's about to put them all in a paper bag and take them down to sell them at the used bookstore, like at the campus bookstore. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. He's got his used, yellow used stickers that he's going to put on the spines. That's why he doesn't care if they're doing all right. Uh, th- there's a really weird little second here. It's second 49, and Donovan says, like yourself, Dr. Jones, I have a passion for antiquities. And Indy gives this really strange look where it's, he kind of goes like, um, bogus. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I, I steal them. From, I should just watch it. Yeah, it's really funny. It's really weird. Like he looks away like, uh, no, you don't. Or no, I don't. Well, like Donovan like, walks away yeah. out of his eye line after he says that. And he just stares into space for a second like, antique. uh, it's really weird i'm thinking he's like yeah i steal them for fortune and glory (laughs) think indy think (laughs) think indy i think he was trying to decide whether or not to say yes i met your wife earlier because she's got a passion (laughs) (laughs) yeah back back when she was in you know (laughs) back when she was 16 jeez <laughs> that would have been especially rough because the wife in the movie is actually Julian Glover's wife in real life. Oh wow! Oh, oh for real? wow! Yeah. Wow! And General Veers's wife. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> you may start your landing. <laughs> Target maximum firepower. <laughs> I'm just going to say all of General Pierce's <laughs> lines as a lascivious uh, creep. <laughs> it's a great podcast. <laughs> you know how to have fun. And then we see the uh, the stone for just one minute before they get into yeah. it. Like we don't really... Uh, I got nothing but questions about this stone tablet, oh, but yeah. I'll save it for next yeah. time. Is this just the tablecloth draped over the stone, or is this a special covering <laughs> for the stone? It's the Shroud of Turin. 
<laughs> yeah, <he's, laughs> I just wrapped it up in the shroud of turn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, came as a bonus. It's a twofer. He's gonna get hot later, like mop his brow with it. <laughs> yeah. <Oof. laughs> he puts it up, he mops his face with it. When he pulls it off, the Jesus face is exactly imprinted over his face <laughs> in the exact right place. <laughs> Terrible we should, we should no. joke about that. <laughs> course not yeah it's a general beards's face <laughs> yeah well anybody have anything else about minute 18 oh no i'm done wait a minute Whoa, oh <laughs> oh what huh yeah something's coming through over the wire <laughs> hey. oh my gosh um <laughs> them 1988 wires <laughs> this just in from professor christy porter say who here knew pete don't answer <laughs> That the tuxedo was named for New York's first planned residential neighborhood, Tuxedo Park, hmm. founded in 1886. And uh, <laughs> this guy Donovan seems like a swell, but he's wearing a tux before 6 p.m. And unless oh. it's the longest day of the year, I don't know. Wait, how do you know it's before wow. 6 p.m.? Well, yeah. unless it's the longest day of the year. Well, well could it just well, be an afternoon? Well, then it's not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is still very. You said yourself, it's very emerald green out. So probably it could be like seven, seven thirty. Seven thirty. Well, yeah. well I, hey, Christy. Cri- <laughs> yeah, she had me a tuxedo, but then I don't know. Yeah, yeah it's like everything else. You go on too long. <laughs> Maybe she's better at like reading the shadows, and she could say, "No, on that date, the, the sun would have been at this angle." Yeah, and <laughs> the shadow in the background that it's not. And, so. We'll just assume she knows what she's talking about. Yeah, she yeah. generally does more than we do. So, as long as it's not about the fever dream. But uh, speaking of the fever dream, I first learned about the fever dream hearing you guys talk about it, Alex. Oh, uh, uh, I am the co-host of a podcast called Star Wars Minute, which is just like your show, except we talk about the Star Wars movies. We are, as of this recording, we are about uh, halfway through Revenge of the Sith, maybe a little less, a little Mm. less than halfway. So, wow. Yeah, that's kind of the same thing. I guess like I've, uh, all of you have been on the show, right, at this point? Or is this going to be uncomfortable? No. I was on the yeah. actual show, and then we were all on the weekend show oh, together. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, so. right. That counts. That counts. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, that's about it. Is there? And I also do a similar thing with my brother about a movie called The Godfather. And uh, trying to think if there's any Godfather Indiana Jones universe crossovers. Can you think of any off the oh. top of your head? Oh, Gosh. I can't think of it. Hmm. I want there to yeah, be. I yeah. I'm going to start looking for that. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, keep your eye open. Doesn't Frank Pantangeli play the Grail Knight at the end? <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> no, I'm that up. He chose poorly. He's great graveling New York. <laughs> <laughs> they got me waiting in a cage. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a cup of Christ cocktails. <laughs> That's a terrible Frank yeah. Pantangeli. I'm sorry. <laughs> Usually you're great at that. It was still fun. If I'm if I'm getting over a cold, I can do a good Frank Pantangeli. Yeah. He's a tough one. <laughs> well, yeah, definitely check Alex out on the Star Wars Minute, which is what whose format we stole shamelessly from when we started this, and Godfather yep. Minute, which is fantastic. I also really enjoy. Oh, thank you. And you can find out more about us if you go to IndianaJonesMinute.com, and we have a whole section about the Fever Dream of Han Solo and how this movie ties into Star Wars. And we even have a link if you want to find more about Alex and his podcast there. 
So check us out there. Check Alex out, the places mentioned, and then join us back here tomorrow for Minute 19 of Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade here on the Indiana Jones Minute. Indiana Jones Minute. Indiana Jones <laughs> Minute. Am I doing that right? Pretty much. <laughs> Calzone! I'm hungry. I'm hungry. I'm hungry. That's why we're doing Calzone. Works. I thought that was a Godfather. <laughs> <laughs>